interesting. I want to try it. You want to try it? I'm afraid, though. You what? What am I supposed to say? You know what to say. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Why am I so weird about the beginning? I don't know. It's like I always just take the lead. Like, you take the lead, and then I follow. I'm going to try it. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm trying not to look at you. Okay, I'm, I'm you. trying to help you by not looking at you. <clears throat> No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. Um, hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, this is Cody. Oh, fuck me. God damn it. You got in my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, everybody. How's it going? This is... How's it going? This is where I'm going. <laughs> I feel like that's too redundant. Hey, guys. Uh, wait, what? how do you normally start? I don't remember. All right, hold on. Hey everybody, welcome to Where Am I Going podcast, where we talk about kind of our life traumas, dating in our 30s, and everything else in between, because we don't go to therapy, but we should. I'm Cody. And this is Christina. And this is our third episode? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so before we start recording, I actually got this right, because we were screwing up on the intro <laughs> so much. I, well, I got in your head. <laughs> I might put bloopers at the end, because I think it's funny. Um... <laughs> Oh, by the way, for those of you listening, this is part one of a two-part episode. You got your keyboard back, and then finally got your charger. Yeah. Um, when we need a, we still need a jingle or something. <laughs> I, I want, I'm gonna work on it. I don't no. know if you heard me yesterday. I finally plugged it in, and I was like, "Is that what I was hearing?" Okay. Yeah, I was like, I wasn't working on a jingle, but I was playing some keys that I knew yeah. and like kind of making like refamiliarizing yourself. <laughs> you know because i don't know how to play it yeah but i learned a few of the keys on youtube okay and so i'll like play them repeatedly and then play like other little keys along with it nice and to me it sounds good because you know i've got an ear for music yeah yeah yeah. because <laughs> yeah. you're the shit obviously. I mean, yes i am Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um so i was playing with that downstairs gotcha <laughs> i think i think we could probably put something together by next week's unless yeah. you want to do it in like the next 12 hours but <laughs> probably by next week i'll have uh, I, I could have something for us nice that's cool um so we'll have a jingle soon yay, yay. um <laughs> speaking of the person that you got your keyboard back from <laughs> um so th- i mean story th- time story time cool story time um ooh, well yeah there's gonna be a lot um First of all, I was just going to keep, I was just going to call her Kiwi. Sure. But I mean, I know I'd mentioned that earlier. Do you think like we need something a little bit more mm, flavorful? See what I did there? Um, (laughs) (laughs) For describing this person. (laughs) If Shelly was here, shout out Shelly. Yeah, she would, she would have a good name. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. She would just say like bitch face. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like I mean, I try to make it a point not to have those kind of yes, descriptive yes, words for my exes. Nice. There's really only one person, yeah, one person that like I've really legitimately been like, she's a cunt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's special. That's a special word for me. I don't like using it because I know not people. I people, like using it. <laughs> yeah, it's a special word. Like, if we were trying to get somebody on the podcast for being a shitty person, like. They would be that special person. Mm. She's not quite there, but 
I mean, there was moments I mean, where I sat there going, mm, you might be a close second. <laughs> Just because you're <laughs> sneaky about it doesn't mean you're not as bad. That's true. That's true. Anything. I don't know. There's just a difference. Yeah. But you're just both equally as shitty. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, we clearly have been living together for too long. Um, <laughs> we're finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> Ooh, if I could even talk. Um, all right. Anyway, so we'll just go with the Kiwi. Um, so just quick. I don't even know how to even start this door. Segway. Do I want to say we're going to call her, call them the Rotten Kiwi. The rotten kiwi. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, God, that's gonna be a mouthful. <laughs> okay, so let's go. To this. So this is about uh, the most recent ex that I've had, and the reason why. Um, well, not the reason why. Christine and I both used to be friends with this person, mm-hmm. and I eventually started dating her. Full backstory. God, I can go so far back on this for full details, but I'm not going to because. It's a long story. It is a long story. So, in a nutshell, um, so I think oh, you ahead. should say how you met her and how I met her. Yeah, no, <laughs> that makes that's what I'm saying. The story. All right, okay. So how we met. So um, I was living over in Seattle, and I had been dating somebody else for a handful of years, and then um, that relationship ended, um, and we remained. Me and that person remained friends, and it was about a year after um we'll call her nico nico and i um separated that i decided to move out here and the tricky thing about that relationship and friendship was that i was trying to just be a what i thought was a a good person and there was nothing wrong with her in terms of being a friendship with her she had done she had done nothing wrong um like she had you know no wrongdoing to me i you know had no wrongdoing to her it just, I realized one, not one day, I just kind of realized over time that in the long term, things just weren't going to work out. So I had ended the relationship, but I wanted to remain a friendship. And so by doing that, I more or less became this person's kind of emotional crutch for just things. Cause we were, we were essentially, you know, best of friends at one point. So I decided to move out here um i'm buying i was buying a house and everything and that person um i told them about it because they were kind of my you know we're each other's kind of confidants and things yeah that happens yeah and um so the moment that i told her this um she i say the moment within a within a month she backs out of um a new a new uh uh, uh, how new house development, whatever, uh, uh, new constructed house. There we go. Um, and a, you know, uh, agreement that she was in, and she backed out of that once she found out that I was moving over here, and um, um, shortly after I moved here, that that gal moved here. Now, without reading between the lines, it's kind of obvious her reasoning for coming out here. Um, especially me knowing her and whatnot, she insists that it was more or less that I kind of sold her on this area during the time that we're dating and it just sounded awesome and whatever. She'd only been out here maybe one other time. Um, so anyways, she, um, so this gal that I was dating when I was in Seattle, uh, she's Asian and 
she wanted to kind of find people within the Asian community to um, kind of identify with. And that's just some of her, that's not my story to tell for why like that was important to her. Mm -hmm. Um, But part of it is essentially grown up being in a very kind of white um, community most of her life. Um, She wanted to kind of get into, she wanted to like connect with her, her, her people her culture thank you thank you not her people her culture (laughs) (laughs) anyways so she started going on to um the dating app bumble and was using the bff side of it and she started making friends and she made friends with this person who we are referring to as um the rotten kiwi (laughs) and so that's how i ended up meeting this person was just through that you know that kind of platform of online stuff um and then you met her a similar way right i i also i met her through bumble um on the bff side um and she um seemed completely normal (laughs) yeah i mean as a friend when i met her as well she seemed pretty level-headed pretty nice you Um, know you know me I um, <clears throat> so I met her through Bumble, and we would message back and forth. And she actually like wouldn't leave me hanging for a long time. So, which is kind of rare, it seems like. Um, on these, yeah, on, on the dating side of these apps as well <laughs> as on the BFF side, at least on the guys' BFF side. Honestly, the I BFF side for me has been actually pretty good, um, because it gives me like girls to talk to and honestly i wish i was into girls <laughs> y'all are so awesome anyway um so she actually seemed like she wanted to be my friend and um i was gonna get together with my um a couple of my girlfriends mm-hmm. and i said hey um we're gonna go to this i had been talking to her for like a week maybe a week and a half um i am gonna go to this um, night market would you like to go? I'm, I'm going to meet up some girlfriends. She's like, yeah, could you pick me up? I'm like, sure. So I picked her up well, somewhere near where she used to work. And like, she just got in my car and I was thinking, man, she doesn't even know me. Mm-hmm. Like, what if, what if, yeah, I just, what if you're a catfish, she was <laughs> some creeper or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I worked for like the sex trafficking people. Cause that's a big thing. Yeah. Around here. And in this, yeah, and you're right, because it's crazy. So this person, this person is, um, on a contract for work, um, and they're they're international, so or like they're they're from the Kiwi place, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So, anyways, so moving forward, um, things happen. The friend group drama, whatever. Um, and I start hanging out with this, with this uh this gal uh quite a bit and we eventually start dating but the group that we were in like uh christina was in and then a couple of our other friends uh were in um i just want to say that if it wasn't for her i would never met you that's true that's true i kept trying to run that through my head too like how would we have actually ran into one another and there would have been as far as I know, there would have been nothing. No, I don't think so. She was our only, like, mutual friend. Yeah. Yeah. Like, from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And she 
She invited me over to one of your game nights. Yeah. That was the event <laughs> <laughs> that time. Um, but that's another story because again, this story could get real long. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this gal and I kind of talked about possibly dating, but also trying to be mindful of at the t- my ex who was actually friends with her and doing things with her as well. Um, but then kind of got to, again, l- drama and crap. Um, finally got to a point where we decided like, well, let's just give us a try. We'll start out and just see what happens. And then eventually tell the group of friends that we actually hang out with, um, you know, that we're together or something, if it ends up being that way. And so, um, you know, I want to tell a story, um, part of the story to kind of set the tone for how this relationship started, um, which pretty fucked up um anyway so back in december 2020 wait hold on we're in 2021 yeah so back in december 2020 um we go over to our friend's place as a group and we'll call this person the pharmacist (laughs) (laughs) um we'll call him the pharmacist and this gal that i was dating the um rotten kiwi she was somebody who likes to try new things such as like different drugs and stuff. Um, at least give them a try once. And so this person, again, we'll call the pharmacist, um, had shrooms there. And she decided, she asked him if he, if she could ha- try them because she'd never tried them before. So he measures out... Um, you know, however much shrooms, like he, he was, I think he said microdosing. He was, he would give her a microdose or something trying to be safe about it, whatever. And we were all drinking. And before we had all gone there, I had picked up, um, the, <laughs> the rotten kiwi. Um, God, that just feels so aggressive. I don't know if I like that. I like it. I know you do. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I had picked her up and brought her to my place. And the plan was that she would stay the night at my place once we were done um uh having our game night or whatever um at this other guy's place because he is less than a quarter mile down the road from me so we could easily walk home no worries no nothing so we had all been drinking and she was high on shrooms with a couple of other people and um towards the end of the night uh i believe like you i believe you and uh chris or you're christina you and shelly were leaving but I think Shelly was sober or something like that. And so no, it was I was just, sober. You were sober. So it was just kind of one of those, like, um, it made more, one, you're trying to keep her safe because it made more sense for you guys to drive her home. Plus, keep in mind, from all the, all the times that we had hung out, I always took her home. Yeah. I, there was not a time that I didn't take her home. And this was, I didn't know you guys had hung yeah. out. Yeah. And this is, yeah, like, no, nobody knew that we were hanging out like this, but... I had, we'd already, she and I had already brought all of her kind of stuff to stay the night over at my place. Mm. And, um, she could have just said that. Yeah. But so. again, but again, again, this, this, this person brings drama, right? So she had already said to me shortly after, like, we had kind of started getting together that our pharmacist friend, um, had, like, within that same week asked her out, really had feelings for her, all that stuff. And so she didn't want to hurt his feelings, um, which is understandable, whatever. Um, anyways, <laughs> I don't know that I, 
have gotten more pieces of how she is yeah i don't think that's why yeah i yeah i don't either <laughs> um yeah I've, I've even talked to him um after everybody else seemed to know that she and i were dating and then he randomly was like hey do you guys want to hang out don't worry i have no no hard feelings i i found out or somebody else told me that you guys are dating and i'm like oh well i was telling her to tell you because like i had no i didn't have any problem with it but she was the one who's like don't say anything to him because i don't want to hurt his feelings i'm like okay well then it's on you you know if you're the one saying don't ta- tell this person you know i'll let you tell it right mm-hmm. anyway so um uh yeah so so you end up driving her back to her place because it's also kind of along the way home for you more or less yeah right i mean like again i'm a quarter mile away from and, where and we were again at. i didn't know that she you guys had already planned for her to stay the night yeah but nobody she did. was uh, since i didn't know that she was on drugs yeah and um i was like i should probably take her home because who the fuck else is gonna take her home i mean cody she, i didn't know like and then um, my other reason was that she's like she kept hesitating I don't know if I should, blah, blah, blah. It's not she, she didn't tell me I'm going to stay over Cody. She's like, I just don't know if I should let him drive me home or not. And I'm like, you know what? This has a hesitation. Just get in my car and I'll take you home. Yeah. And you're, and you're plus, being a good friend. That's Plus, you're makes high. Sense. I don't, if something happens between you two, what, what and you don't like it, you're going to say, well, I was on drugs. That's what I fucking told her. Why are you going to use that excuse? Just, just get in the car. Let's go. I'll take you home. Yeah. So uh, I did. I took her home. Yeah. And Shelly so. And I took her home. Yeah, and so then um, she goes home and she starts texting me saying like, um, I mean we're I mean, we were both texting each other like, oh man, that sucks, like bummer. I was looking forward for you to coming over and stuff. Again, I didn't know that she was gonna be trying to get high on drugs or nothing like that when we first went over. I didn't even know our pharmacist friend had shrooms or anything like that. Um, and I don't touch any of that stuff, so like I had no interest in mm-hmm. doing any of that shit. And um, and then she was like, well, all my stuff's there. The socks, like, um, whatever. Um, and so I had said, well, you know, I can, I can either just bring him to you or you can come over whatever, or I can bring you home, bring you over here, whatever. What would like, what do you want? Right. And then that kind of went back and forth. And then finally it was just like, well, why don't you pick me up? Or maybe I offered, I can pick you up and then you just come here. We'll say, you know, sleep here or whatever. And, um, I am very much one of these people who, if somebody's already communicated to me where they stand on whether, especially, especially if somebody has communicated to me on where they stand with having sex, I am very respectful, respectful of that. Mm-hmm. And so leading up to just getting to know her, um, I understood that her having sex with somebody is very, is a very important thing. And like, she doesn't like to rush into it. And she'd only been with like one other person who she also referred to as a narcissist, all these things. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say that my eye rolls, if you could hear the sound of my eye rolls, this would be taking up most of the fucking things that you're saying, because I roll my eyes every time you say certain things about her, like, (laughs) (laughs) um, so anyway, so she comes over and i had told myself from the very beginning of like okay if she's coming over she's high whatever like it is straight up she gets here like i'm telling myself she'll come here she'll 
get ready for bed. I'll get ready for bed. And like, I am on my side facing the edge of my bed space between us. Like, you know, um, most in just out of respect because like, I mean, yeah, she's, she's high on something. And like, I didn't want there to be, I don't, I don't know what the effects of shrooms are. I don't know anything about that stuff. Um, and so I was just like, I don't want there to be any sort like, I want to know in my heart that I've done, like, there's nothing at all that I could have possibly done period. Um, and so then the next day we get up and we're just hanging out in bed and, um, it's probably late morning and we're just hanging out there talking and just being flirty and stuff. And then, um, probably about the evening, probably like, I don't know, three or four o'clock, something like that. Um, you know, we start getting more intimate and foreplay and stuff. And, and throughout the whole thing, um, like we're making out and stuff and we hadn't, we hadn't at this point in time had never had sex. And so knowing where she stood on it, I regularly throughout this entire thing, as things were kind of progressing along, kept asking, like, are you sure about this? Are you sure you're comfortable with this? And then, you know, a shirt would come off um and or her bra would come off or something i'd be like i'm like are we still okay here is this still is like constantly checking in right um and then and then finally at one point i said um because we were both completely naked and i said okay well at this point like like you are the one in control with this if this is something like if this is where it's going to progress to like this is your decision here i'm perfectly comfortable with like what's going on right now but i want to make sure that this is something you are actually comfortable with and it's not like if we want to stop right now we can stop there's like zero pressure and so i even said like you're on top everything like you can back off right um and she was totally fine with it um thought it was a great time and so we hang out for the rest of the evening and then later in the night um i end up driving her home because she doesn't she doesn't car because she's again She's here on a two-year, or yeah, she was here on is here on a two-year contract, um, from abroad, and so take her home because we both have to work the next day, and a couple hours later, I'm just at home, and like I've texted her once she's gotten home as well. You know, I'm not just like, you know, hey, good time, talk to you in a week or anything. You know what I mean? Like, still texting a little bit, and um later on in the evening she starts messaging me after a short period of time of us not texting and um she goes um would you ever um would you ever have sex with a with somebody who was drunk um yeah who was who was drunk and i was just like immediately my brain is going this is a fucking weird question. Are you about to, are you about to like my brain was like, are you about to accuse me of taking advantage of you while you were drunk or something? And my, and like, I immediately, my brain's like spinning going, okay. I know for a fact that this is when this happened. I know for a fact that we were both sober. I know for a fact, you know what I mean? Like I just started going through my head. I'm like, I did everything right. Like I checked through. Right. And then I started thinking about my answer and I go, okay, let me be very clear about my answer. And I said, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and it's already been pre-established, like this, like it's a romantic relationship, regularly having sex, 
Um, and this is a comfort level that the both of us or me and somebody is, are at. Um, and whatever, then like, I have no problem with it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be as worried about it. Mm -hmm. Right yeah. now, if we were drunk and they're like, Hey, I don't like, no, don't want to do this. Please stop. Then done. So would be it. Right now, if it's somebody that like I've just met and you know, whatever, like, mm, probably not. I'm not going to, especially if like, like, especially if they are not of a sound mind. Right. Um, so I tell her this and she responds with like, huh? Well, your actions contradict your words. I, I, you know, I just, yeah. So you told me about this already, but ugh, yeah. It just me off. Yeah. So I sit there and I'm going, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I didn't say this, but I'm just like, to myself, I'm just like, the fuck? And um, she then proceeds to tell me that she was still coming down from her high from the shrooms. And I'm going, one, never done shrooms, so I don't know how long the high is. Since this incident, I've talked to people, and like 16 hours later, like that shit's out of your system, especially if it's like a microdose. A According to the people who've done them, right? People, somebody write in, let me know if I'm wrong. <laughs> yes, let us know. Yeah. Um, and then that's a heavy accusation, right? And then, um, and then she goes, and then she goes, well, you should have known something. You should have known something was off with me. And I go, you were act, you're normal. Like you were acting normal. You're acting horny and normal. You know, how should you have known? I don't know. So she then, um, she then says, well, that was, out of or, uh, or that was out of the ordinary for me to be like that. You know where I stood on sex. You should have stopped it. You should have. And I'm sitting here going, I constantly was checking in with you and like you put the condom on, you know what I mean? Like, like there were steps in there where like I I made sure like to myself, I'm like, I'm going to make sure that the first time that we're having sex isn't neither one of us are intoxicated because she's already communicated how she feels about sex. Right. And I was just sitting there like I was kind of beside myself. And um, again, none of you had known that we were dating or doing any of this stuff. Right. And so because I remember when I had first told you this or maybe maybe it was Shelly um, feels like it would have been a Shelly thing to say, but it was just like, well, why didn't you just end things there and walk away that. yeah okay so it was you <laughs> and my reasoning was none of you knew that this was going on and i am now being accused by somebody that i'm in a relationship with of taking advantage of them um and so to just walk away and be like nope too much too crazy bye like that doesn't sound good at all no it doesn't right and then like her and then we both know that her side of the story was always represented whenever she was come to you guys for advice and stuff. And then the one time that I said I really feel like maybe we should get Shelly and Christina's side of the story or or their opinion on this, um, on some of the hundreds of disagreements this person and I had, she flat was just like, I don't want you talking to them about our personal stuff. And I was just like, you tell me all the time about talking to talking to them and getting their opinion on these things 
what you know what I mean? So like, this is like this is how that relationship was. So um there's a whole lot more to there. Like she would create situations where like more or less like she was testing me. Um she would like we were on my bed one time and we're sitting there talking and her she was kind of like sitting cross legged or something and she starts getting a uh, cramp in her leg and she does like a really quick jerking motion of like, oh god, I got a cramp, right? And in the quick moment, it's kind of funny just because of like the all of the sudden like weird body jerk, right? I mean, it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I did like, a quick like a quick laugh, no different than what you just did right there. And then I started like, "Are you okay?" Oh, she got pissed because I was I didn't care about her. Uh, I, was, I found it funny. Um, I didn't offer to help. All these things. So this is kind of how this person was. So fast forward, um, relationship ends, and. You at that point in time, you weren't on speaking terms with her anymore. Um, because I mean, even when you guys, when you guys were in a relationship, her and I, <clears throat> how you mentioned how she would come to Shelly and I for advice because we were her, her friend, girlfriend group. But yeah. I mean, she had other girlfriends. Yeah. Um, Shelly is the good angel on her shoulder. Yeah. And I am the devil <laughs> but not necessarily that i would give her bad advice is that i would tell her what i think was the honest truth whereas shelly would just kind of friendly agree like trying to be a good friend and it's like no i'm not gonna just pat your hand and be like yeah you're right i'm gonna tell you if i think you're wrong and she didn't like that um yeah so she she actually stopped telling me things because she didn't like my reaction to them she and I, I was gonna say I kind of noticed that because there would be times where she would be done hanging out with Shelly and then tell me something that Shelly was saying about the guy that she was with that was doing things like was treating her very terribly, and then would project that onto some situation that she and I were that she and I were in. Yeah, and then it would be like it's not the same situation. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so when you guys were together, her and I, the the thing that. The thing that I did not really like about this girl mm. is that I grew up with four sisters and I feel like she just came off to me as like the single, like, sorry, like daddy's little girl. Mm. And that's what I didn't, I couldn't relate to that. Yeah, and I feel like because of her petite stature and like doe-eyed kind of look, people around us seem to treat her like she was this delicate little flower, yeah. and I did not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is why I feel like the pharmacist didn't think that I treated her, yeah, nicely or whatever. And it's like I treat her like I treat everyone. Everybody, yeah. she wants to be my friend. This is how I am. Yeah, and I just you know didn't coddle her she was fucking immature and some things i wanted to tell her like dude grow the fuck up people used to ask me how old is she like 20 something she's 30 she's 30 fucking years old whatever yeah anyways <laughs> anyway i just <laughs> i feel like you had yeah i feel like you needed to get that off your chest um <laughs> well because i was about to tell her that one time this is my story but <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is we were we stopped being like close friends even when you guys were in a relationship yeah because like we got into this i mean i was i i believe i was there and like i mean you called her out on something nice i was just like mm, i, I, I called like, it yeah right, I, but I can't say nothing <laughs> she 
she um we had this like heated sort of argument or something and it was all through messaging and um she kept reading my messages the way she thought like that i was being mean and i kept reading hers like she was antagonizing it just we were both reading our messages wrong so miscommunication but i also said things that needed to be said in my opinion and so we kind of it kind of turned into a thing and we were gonna go out to dinner and i'm like i don't come out to dinner i'm not you know i'm over it i don't care i don't like fighting and yeah. she didn't come out to dinner as you know <laughs> yeah anyway. um yeah like, like i said we could go through so many different stories <laughs> and everything um but i don't want it to turn into a complete like let's bag on this x um <laughs> I, just, I just want to give a little bit of backstory for like why about what i'm trying to get to because like there was something so validating about what happened last night. So um, anyway, so fast forward, we break up and then eventually she starts treating Shelly very similarly, how she was treating me in terms of like the manipulative kind of uh, dialogue. Um, Shelly come out. Um, Cause she's over, she, you know, lives out of, out of state and, or she moved out of state, came over, had plans to do things with people. And then um, just the dialogue between them was, uh, was just not, was not like appropriate shelly was out here and this person was just like well i would have been nice to know that you aren't available because i bailed on this trip with people you know what i mean because but there was no community anyway so there's just those kind of things and so shelly ended up being like nope done with this and that's how the three of us became really good friends i mean i mean we already, we already were but like that's <laughs> that's how we became like you know three buddies <laughs> yeah so in this so we broke up back in i think it was like end of july early august and at that point in time, um, I stopped hanging out entirely with um, the pharmacist and then that entire group of people. Um, and then um, last night, I was um, hanging out with somebody um, on a on a date. Hanging out, actually, we were just we were hanging out with this gal. I was hanging out with this gal's place. She was. We decided to play magic because I'm a fucking because nerd. nerds, nerd, <laughs> and. Um, really cool person and we were just kind of talking about stuff and i randomly get this text from the um rotten kiwi's friend we'll just go we'll just call this person z um so her friend z um who i was hanging out with a little bit as well tiny little tangent here at one point in time while i was dating the rotten kiwi she had asked me if i had feelings for z because Z thought I was flirting with her at some point in time. It's just you. You're just flirty. I'm just charming <laughs> as fuck. Right? You are charming, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, so I get this random message saying, you know, hey, this is Z. How are you doing? Uh, I, I know I you probably think this is totally out of nowhere, but I got to tell you, you dodged the bullet with the rotten kiwi. Uh, in the last six months, I found out her shady, manipulative nature. I'm kind of disturbed by it by it at the moment. And then she went into kind of details of how um, the Kiwi is basically kind of teasing or leading on the guy friends in the group and then like moving on after they after she's gotten something from them, like taking like, I don't know, taking her on trips or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And then at one point in time. So Z is bisexual. 
and uh the, the rotten kiwi knows this and so at one at some point in time the kiwi just i'm tired of this too many words. uh <laughs> okay. the kiwi uh, tells z oh i i think i i'm into you i think i like you what do you think about um actually let me find this message um it doesn't matter anyways it was basically what do you like i what do you think about getting together so i can have get my green card like get married so she can have a green card her contract ends in like february or march or something like that of of 2022 and i just sat there and i go i have had this conversation with somebody before in fact i think i had this conversation with z back in july when i hung out with them um and, and went floating the river and stuff and um i go it almost feels like she wants a green card or something <laughs> and she was like no blah blah, blah right and I'm like, and so when she told me, I'm like, huh, she wants a green card. It's funny because I, I said that like way early on too. <laughs> yeah. But the part that was so validating about that was, and I've said this to you before as well and, and to a couple others, um, but I've never, until that relationship, even like the person who I refer to as triple C, who was a POS, um, I've never been in a relationship with somebody who has actively made me feel so isolated from the people that were like we're supposed to be friends with um and so to hear that from somebody who i would consider as an acquaintance who at one point in time told me that she considered the kiwi to be her best friend like to hear her say that i was just like cool that makes me feel so good only because all of a sudden it's like if if the people who stuck around with her, who hadn't seen that yet, who were her besties and everything, whereas like you and then Shelly and myself had experienced it, it's like, cool, I wasn't the fucking crazy one. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I wasn't the asshole. I'm not saying I did everything right, but I was not the manipulative one. I was not like the one out of line because I'd already asked uh, Z and then the pharmacist when we went and flowed the river um, back in July, early July, 4th, 4th of July um like trying to get in some of their advice but i wasn't trying to overstep boundaries knowing that they were her friends first kind of thing right yeah because she didn't let you talk to anybody right yeah and then like but their response is kind of like oh well maybe you're just not seeing her perspective or whatever right and i'm just like okay and they're like oh maybe it's a cultural thing because so i'm like no i i've dated another asian person before i've had plenty of friends that are asian um both men and women and some of them some of them um are first generation some of them are immigrants and not a single one of them have acted like this ever or told me of this and they shared plenty of their culture and their upbringing and expectations and those things and those things because i'm a curious person about other people um so here's the kicker that i haven't told you though okay i wake up this morning to a hinge notification the hinge dating app okay Z has messaged me on there and tried to match with me saying, ha ha ha, I found you. The energy of the universe is real. She's trying to slide into my DMs, man. Z? Yeah. After, after yeah. You, she thinks because she told you things that we already knew that she, that you guys are going to go out. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all this group of people. So, I'm just, I'm just saying, but this group of people, all of them are toxic. Oh, I mean, there's just so much drama there. Um, 
like they've all dated one another somehow <laughs> at yeah. some point. Um, and I'm all for being friends with your your ex if things are you know good. That's um, true. if they're not abusive, whatever, I'm all for that. But like the amount of drama that was in this group, I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the invite back into your life, I guess, but no, wow. I've I never felt I. I hadn't felt if I rather it felt it feels like a teen soap opera is what being <laughs> yeah. around that group is like. And they're all like early to mid 30s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, yeah, I think every single one of them is at least 30. Actually, I think there's one one or two college people, but like of a group of like 10 or 12 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I I found you. Jeez, that's a little creepy. <laughs> right. Um so on my on my dating profiles, um I've said, you know, I'm honestly just doing this for the podcast cuz I can't take this shit seriously, blah blah blah. I've had a handful of women, I think I said this on the last episode or whatever, that will reach out and be like, "So how do I get onto this podcast?" <laughs> you know, scrolling through your cringy profiles or whatever, and I'm like, now I'm like, that. That right there is how you get onto this podcast. <laughs> um like who I don't, I don't know there's yeah anyways i'm i'm just so i'm just so glad that's done i thought you were, you would find that hilarious that <laughs> it's great it's so somebody who just like, said that my it, ex was her best friend yeah yeah <laughs> and i think it's funny that i'm like i liked her um she seemed <laughs> cool now i'm like fucking weirdo Fuck, right um because i met her ex and yeah, that's where Cool Story cool? comes from. Cool <laughs> <laughs> Story, the originator of Cool Story. Yeah, well, the original subject well, of it. Yeah. <laughs> Target, um, I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's funny is that when I met Z and her boyfriend at the time, I thought, man, you know, you know what I'm really good at, except for my own relationships, is reading a couple and thinking, these motherfuckers are not compatible <laughs> and they're not going to they're not going to be together. Yeah. That I feel like I have a gift and not my own personal life, okay? Yes, I get it. <laughs> I mean, it's when you're when you're waist deep in your own shit, it's kind of hard to, you know. Yeah. So, um I'm like, what the fuck? These like <laughs> I can bleep it. We can cut it. Don't worry about it. Call him G-Dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like this guy and and z are i just don't see it i didn't see it and i was just like man these yeah. guys are weird this this is this, whatever and then sure enough uh, a couple weeks later they were not together yeah they were um off on again off again kind of re- relationship again all the only reason why i know anything about anybody in that group and their personal life relationship drama whatever was because I was getting daily, weekly updates. And I'm just like... <laughs> and I also... Um, remember how you guys were thinking about dating? You and- oh, God! You are so bad at this. <laughs> Cody! Why am I so bad at this? Just just uh, start over. How we're, how, I forgot what I was going to say. How Kiwi and I <laughs> okay. were thinking about dating. So yeah, you and Kimi how we're talking about maybe potentially dating and I remember I didn't have my group of friends. Mm-hmm. Well, I had I have girlfriends, sure. 
but you're very like protective of your friends though in terms of like <laughs> i or, am uh, territorial there we go <laughs> i am a little territorial because um I- i've always had to share growing up and when it came to friends i didn't want to share my friends yeah. so even as an adult it's something that i'm trying to work on um so if i make a friend i wait a while till i introduce them to my other friends because then we'll just they're gonna take my friend <laughs> anyway so so do you think you're afraid of being like pushed out to the outskirts and no longer uh, being part of the group a little bit a little yeah. bit because i feel like i've done that and like you've done that to somebody or i like feel like i had like done to you i feel like in high school hmm. my friends were my everything besides yeah. my family <clears throat> just a quick like my friends were my everything and I had a f- uh, my closest, oldest friend. I've known her since kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I remember she there was this other girl who wanted to be like her best friend. And I always held on to my best friend like, no, this is my best friend. <laughs> and eventually in high school, we kind of like pushed her out of the group, sort of. Oh, yeah. I was a fucking kid, whatever. But, I mean, it's we're 30-something years old and we're still close. <laughs> Is this, is this the friend that I'm thinking of? No, that this is lives out here or no, back home. She lives back home. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So I was just like, oh, you guys are on <laughs> some rocky water right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So, um, I, where I was getting at is that I was really like, all right, you two, if you guys are gonna date, please don't mess up my friend group. Yeah. Only be- and at the time, you know, I was going to a terrible breakup and yeah well yeah 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 at the time that we formed this like Mm -hmm. our quarantine group like little bubble yeah and chelly was there quarantine bubble (laughs) and you were there and kiwi was there Mm. and i was like you guys are keeping my shit like you guys were there for me yeah we were your rock yeah and i was like you you two (laughs) are gonna try this be together if shit doesn't work out I knew it wouldn't. Yeah. I still want to be us to be friends. Don't fuck it up. And if you guys if you guys are gonna start your shit, I'm just gonna leave this group because fuck you guys. I don't want to get to know you guys. I don't just don't want to get hurt again, basically, because yeah. this is where I'm going through. I don't want to lose people. Yeah. So I I was there, I saw everything that happened between you two and it sucked. Yeah, I mean there wasn't a single time. And I could tell too. Like, I mean, um, I was with this person for an extra two months that I shouldn't have been at least. Um, it took three tries to break up with this person the first time. And that was the thing is I'd shared that little bit of an article with you, the, um, black and white fallacy where it's, it's either, you know, option, option A or option B. That's the only, that's the only thing that applies here. Um, and so she would do these things where, um, Let's say I'm going to do with a, I'm going to go with a hypothetical one because I typically move past situations like the small ones. I typically move past. Where I'm just like, OK, whatever. Let's just move on because mm-hmm. it's in my mind. Like, this is not a big fucking deal. Why are we making a big deal? Right. So in a hypothetical situation, it would be something like, again, she doesn't drive. So let's say typically I would take her to go grocery shopping. And let's say that one day I didn't because like I was just busy like I, I just needed to be able to get in and out and get back here or go somewhere or whatever right and uh let's say i go 
but I never messaged her saying, hey, I'm going to go. Do you want to come with? She finds out and the black and white fallacy that she would set up would be, oh, you already went. It's like, yeah, I, I just had to get some stuff done, whatever. And then it would be, well, you know that I need to get groceries once a week and you always take me. So either you weren't thinking about me and considering me or you just didn't care to, you know, tell me to come to be ready sooner. And it'd be like, no, I just told you what it's not. It's not either one of those. You're, you're not the victim here. Um, and so she would set up those kind of situations. And so, yeah, so she would do those kind of things all the time. So the first time I went to, uh, end things with her, we had gotten in some sort of argument, obviously, cause we always did about something dumb and, I can't remember exactly what was said, but we went over there and she had asked, or I went over to her place because she had asked me to bring, bring all, all the stuff that she had had at my place. She says, I would like you to bring all my stuff here. So anybody else who has ever been in a relationship where things are kind of hitting the fan, typically if somebody's like has stuff at your place and they're like, and, and you're in a fight or you've been in an argument and it's like, bring me all my things, you know? I want all my things back. Typically, it's not a good sign, you know, like pretty obvious where this is going kind of thing. So I bring all of her stuff and I tell her, I'm just like, okay, I think we should be done with this. This is not working out. Um, You know, we constantly are bickering, whatever. Like, I'm not attacking her at any point in time now. In the back of my mind, I'm just like, you are manipulative. You are, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to be as peaceful about this as possible. Um, because there's no reason for me to be like attacking her verbally with anything. It's not going to get us anywhere. Mm-hmm. And her response is like, Oh great. I'm glad you made the decision. Cause I was still on the fence as to what was going on. I'm glad you made the decision for us. That's easy. And I'm like, all right, you know? And then I was just like, okay, well awkward situation. Cause I'm standing right in front of her, but I'm trying to do the, the noble thing of breaking up with somebody in like in person with them at least. Right. Not just like through text or some shit. Um, why? I don't fucking know. I'm trying to, you know, um, be better with confrontation, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And so I go, okay, well, you know, have a good night, you know, whatever, trying to, what do I say aside from like, bye Felicia, you know, like I'm trying to be nice. And, um, and as I'm getting ready, to, like I'm barely in the doorway and she's like, that's it. I was like, what do you mean? That's it. That she's like, I like how, or she goes, um, she says something like, I like how you're not even going to try. I keep trying and you're not even going to try. Oh my gosh. Right. And that's, and then, but that's just how it was constantly and all those things. I'm like, what are you talking? You know, and then I start going, listening through all the things of like the crap that she gave me feedback on in the relationship that she would, she didn't like, and she would like me to do differently and all these things. And I'm just sitting here going, what do you mean? I'm not trying, you know? And she's going, I'm putting in all this work, blah, blah, blah. You're doing, I'm just like, Oh my God. And so I hated being around you too. It was so tense. Things were so tense. I know. And like, and so like, and I knew I was uncomfortable in that relationship. Like I had gone home recently, um, before all this and we were dating before I, before this fight happened. And I was talking to my mom and she was just like, Oh, how are things? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, well, Here's this, whatever. And even she could tell. Never met never met this person. You know, my mom never met this person. And she could even tell. She was like, oh, well, all right. But my mom, my mom also won't, like, 
say anything either. She'll just kind of be like, all right, well, it's your life. You know, mm-hmm. you'll figure it out. Leave my opinion to myself. It's your relationship. You know, on one hand, I appreciate, but on the other hand, it's nice. It would be nice to have somebody be like, hey, not really my place, but is everything on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not aggressively, but I want to poke the bear just a little bit here to find out what's happening, you know? Anyway, so ultimately I told the gal, I was just like, I'm honestly, I'm just tired of constantly going down these, you know, things are going good. And then down the shitter, we could be going out doing fun things all day. And that's in the day she wants to bring up something that happened that day that I didn't do exactly right. And it'd be small little stuff. And I'd just be like, okay, but then return to an argument. I'm just like. Are you kidding me? So I told her, I go, I'm just tired of this roller coaster. Like, I'm tired of whatever. And so then when we agreed, like, okay, well, we'll work on that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, fine. My apologies for misinterpreting what you meant when you're saying, bring all my stuff here. You know? Um, you know, anyways. So then I can't remember what the next one was. But then finally, um, I was at home. And I was just like, fuck it. Because we were already in another argument about some other shit. And I just text her. I'm like, I'm done with this. Like, we like, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I'm done. Whatever, right? Um, and again, she really wanted to have this face to face. Like, oh, we should talk about. It. Like, nope, I'm done. Like, I am 100% done. And then I start feeling guilty. Actually, I think I told. I think I was telling you and Shelly this. Like, I because of just how well she was, how good she was at at making herself the victim in a situation. And whatnot. I just sat there, just like maybe I was, maybe I am doing this wrong. And again, I had already. And this is like, an, I think it's like the end of July that I, you know, finally broken up with her. And earlier in July, like I said, I had gone on this floating trip with um, the pharmacist and Z. And when I was t- trying to tell them about some of these things, try to get their perspective, uh, the pharmacist was like, "Bro, have you never had a girlfriend before? That's how women are. That's what that's what a relationship is like." Kind of pharmacist, yeah, <laughs> he has his own stuff, but I was just and I was just like, Yeah, I've dated. I mean, he was being he was joking, right? But I'm like, I've dated plenty of people. The only other person that's ever acted like this is the person who I call Triple C. Anybody wondering, conniving colossal cunt, anyways. And so I'm just like, All right, well, that's a dead end, you know. Um, so I was feeling just kind of shitty, but I knew I, I knew I shouldn't be feeling shitty, you know. And I was only feeling shitty because I felt like I had hurt this person, you know, by ending things. I hurt their feelings. I emotionally hurt them, whatever. And so that's the part that I was feeling guilty. But then I just sat there going, no, because she's still like the little bit of talking we are doing towards the end or after we've broken up is still this like manipulative kind of voice. You know, I end up going on a road trip with Shelly back um because she lives in the same town as my brother does and so we we carpooled out there and she opened up about some stuff that has happened in her life and then i was opening up about stuff um that she hadn't even realized what was going on in our relationship she knew a little bit of stuff because i had already told the both of you of some stuff and then after being in that road trip with her if and then i think i can't remember if, like and then i think she came out here and then like all three of us were hanging out but it finally dawned on me i was just like okay i knew i was not happy in that relationship like there was so many things wrong, but I just didn't realize just how miserable I actually was. Like I knew I was not happy and I knew I was, we'll say miserable, but it was just like, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I can 
go through the house. I can, I can wake up from my bed, go into the kitchen, grab a glass of water. And if I don't, and if she's staying over, I, and if I don't offer her a glass of water, I don't have to sit there waiting for a lecture on how much I don't care about her. Cause I didn't think of her or whatever, you know, or like when you moved in, it'd be like, like, like for example, I made eggs today. I just made them for myself, you know? How dare you? <laughs> right. Right. But at no point in time did I sit there and go, Oh shit. I feel really bad that I didn't offer Christina some. I mean, I had a moment where I was like, Oh shoot. I probably should have asked her if she wanted some, but that was as far as it went. It wasn't like, Oh shit. Okay. Um, well maybe if I go back into the kitchen really quick and I make some, I can avoid this argument. You know what I mean? I was saving the argument for now. <laughs> All right, let's throw down. <laughs> Why are you always trying to fight me, bro? <laughs> I don't know. I like to fight. <laughs> rent rent is going up. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um Yeah. So that's 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 my most traumatic relationship in my thirties so far. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> cool story, bro. You know, um how you were saying how things would be good just like throughout the day, just for the day to end into an argument. Mm-hmm. That was, that was my relationship for eight years where I would do my best to keep this person happy for at the end of the week when we had time off together for him to lecture me about all the things that I did wrong that week. And why didn't I do this? Why did I do that? And yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he'd attack me and he'd were like. Like physically but, or verbally? or <laughs> Verbally, emotionally. Um, just tell me things. Just really mean things. Yeah. And and then I would cry because my feelings would hurt and I'm an emotional person. And he'd always be like, I don't know why you're crying, blah, 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 like. After a while, like my me crying, the fact that he hurt my feelings didn't even faze him. Yeah. And then he would like leave me alone for a while, and then he'd come back. Oh, I'm sorry, and like an idiot. I was like, it's okay. Like it, I always felt like it was my fault. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's. I'm glad that yours didn't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I can totally relate to that because, I mean, that was the first time that I've ever allowed somebody to well one treat me that way but then like allow myself to respond that way like my feelings and emotions and stuff and a lot of it just had to do with again like i'm living out here on my own you know no family uh move out here no family no friends whatever well i had one i have one friend um but shortly after he and i were hanging out uh he got into a relationship right and then my ex who for the sake of conversation followed me out here she started being with her friends and things kind of been rocky with me and her ever since that fateful night um which that drama as well was created well at least um we'll say the fuse to that you know barrel of gunpowder was lit by uh the kiwi that night um i mean there was plenty of other stuff already kind of boiling up but the a situation was created because of her instead of just like minding her own business (laughs) Um, and then like, anyways, it, I mean, it's still a conversation happened like b- between me and my ex who was from, um, uh, uh, from Seattle, the conversation that she and I ended up having did need to happen. Unfortunately, like it, my, the conversation that I had with her that was needed, I was a lot more emotionally charged than I would have liked to be. And so, um, 
yeah, I it was just I I wish I would have rather have had a cooler head when I was talking to her in a different circumstance, um, because I think she and I were always good at communicating when there was something bothering us. Um, it may take a while, but it may have taken a while to get to that point to communicate it. But like, at least on my end, I don't think I ever got to a point where like. I was clearly upset in a like emotional way of like not yelling, but like, I don't know. I try not to yell. I don't think I'm a yeller. She said that I yelled at her, but like, I think there's a difference between like your voice being louder because like you're being emotional versus like yelling at somebody because you're emotional. And I don't think I w- I've never like yelled at somebody with emo- being emotional. Anyways, so that happened there. I don't know where I was going. Where was I going? Am I going with this? Where are we going with this? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we need to do some either pillow princess or have you found any missionary men to talk about? No. Have you been swiping at all? No, I was going to talk to you about that. Uh-oh. So... I think I mentioned it before. So because of how shitty my last relationship was, I had made, I had met this guy and we're still friends. Um, Is this Peter? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And because I was so used to being treated like garbage, like he actually was a decent, is a decent human being and he treats me with respect Mm. and i guess i'm not used to that (laughs) so um just because he was being super nice i my brain turned that into oh he likes me but i don't think that's the case yeah and so now i'm afraid that every guy that treats me normally like a decent human being i'm gonna be like oh they like me or I don't know. I'm scared. And that's going to do it for this part one of a two-part episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, On part two, we get into, we deep dive into what's going on with Christina and her dating life. Uh, We dig into kind of the inspiration of why we created this podcast. And we talk a little bit about sugar babies, sugar daddies, sugar mamas, and... um, finally figure out why i shaved my booty hole uh anyways thanks again everybody for listening please be sure to like review subscribe share all that stuff um you can connect with us on instagram at where am i going pod you can shoot us an email at where am i going pod at uh, gmail.com and then of course always find us on spotify thursdays uh at where am i going podcast Thanks again for listening, and hopefully you enjoyed this episode, and we'll be back next week for part two.